and we're going to give you a minute to get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads. Uh, SoundCloud, we're going to give you a minute, good morning, to get your Bible, pens, and pads ready as we get ready to go into the word of the Lord this morning. Amen. I don't know about you, uh, but I will not take it back. A breakthrough happened on Wednesday. A breakthrough happened, and I told the Lord, I said, my goodness, I haven't been this high since um, I could remember um, just being all honesty. I mean, I got home. I'm still caught up. I got ready for bed. I'm still caught up all in my sleep. I'm caught up. I got up the next morning. I was caught up. I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Everything is preplanned by the Holy Ghost. Everything is preplanned by the Holy Ghost. And I got as far as I could in the message before the Holy Ghost just took over. And at no given time, I'm going to say something to you. At no given time, when the Holy Ghost take over, you need to just stop everything else. You, you just need to lay that aside and let God have his way. At no given time do you stop him and say, but you know what? I got the pot on. You know what? I got to call so-and-so. You know what? I was reading this. It doesn't matter. It just don't matter. Amen? Amen. All right. For those that are keeping journals, this morning we're going to talk about our successes in the adjustment. Our successes in the adjustment. And would you please stand because we're going to read our declaration. Amen? Amen. 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 That's what I was thinking before Elder Wanda got up. I said, Lord, let, let, let us hurry up and get on with the words so we can get warmed up. <laughs> we get the heat rolling up in here. Amen. All right. Decree and declare in our atmosphere. Amen. Repeat after me. 2022. The year of expectation and hope. 2022. The year of expectation. The year of having the hope of the promises of Jesus Christ. Active. Active. Active in my life. The promise of his prosperity, his power, and his presence. 2022 is my year. Now we're going to quote from Psalm 62 and 5. Repeat after me. My soul, wait thou only upon God. Only upon God. For he is my expectation. And my expectation is from him. We're going to be reading from Proverbs 23, verses 17 through 18. Repeat after me. Let not thine heart envy sinners, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. For surely there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. Mm. Hey, yellow. Mm. Hallelujah. We're going to be reading from Psalms 24, verse 7. Repeat after me. Let the gates of my life and the city be open for the king, the king of glory, to come in. Amen. 
We're going to be reading from Romans 14, 17. Repeat after me. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let the righteousness, peace, and joy of the kingdom be established in my life. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Amen. Amen. We've been talking about our declaration for 2022. And again, I say, some people say, well, how in the world did we get kingdom out of uh, the uh, declaration? It is because of the breakdown of the word expectation. Say that with me. Say expectation. Say expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. So that's how we got to kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, and kingdom presence. It's because of that one word, future. And the Holy Ghost asked me, he said, what's now and what's in the future? And he told me, he said, kingdom, kingdom. Say that with me. Say kingdom is now and in the future. So the Lord began to speak to us about our thinking, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on that. But he began to speak to us about our thinking. He began to speak to us about the fact that you're not trying to get in the kingdom. You're already in the kingdom. And so that's where we have to begin. I want you to go with me to Colossians because I want you to see it in the word. We want to establish that today. Anybody ask you, you're not waiting on the kingdom of heaven to come. You're already in the kingdom. You're you're not waiting on Jesus to come and take you to heaven. What's going to happen is we're going to go, we are going from glory to glory to glory. That's what's happening. The, the day you got saved, I don't care how long you've been saved, I don't care how long you've been in Christ, you should have and I should have been going from glory to glory. That, that's what happens, amen? That, that's, what, that's what happens. So you're not waiting to die to get in the kingdom. You're not waiting for Jesus to come and take you to the kingdom. No, when that trumpet blows, it won't be to take you to the kingdom. Jesus is taking us to a marriage supper. Jesus is going to take us and reward us for how we've lived this life and what we've done with the giftings that he's given us. What have we done with the breath of life that he's put in our body? Okay, that's not to take us to heaven. Okay, then we're going to leave from there, from his throne, come back to the earth and be with him in his 1,000 year millennium reign. Okay. So put your hand on your heart. Say, I'm in the kingdom kingdom. right now. now. Say, I'm not waiting waiting. to get in the kingdom of the Lord. Lord. Okay. Go to Colossians. All right. Go to Colossians chapter 1. Praise the Lord. Go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. 
because we're going to adjust some thinking this morning. Amen. And the way we're going to do that now, now, let me tell you what happened. Wednesday night, we broke through some levels. Oh, yes, we did. Now, I don't, I don't care what nobody else think. Pre, it wasn't pre-planned. We, went, we broke through some levels, okay? So today, you never get a breakthrough without the word of God. You, you don't get a breakthrough without the word of God. So we're going to give some word on this, amen? All right. So the Bible says, not Pastor Angela, not the congregation, but the word of God says, in Colossians 1.13, who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Now, the thing, you got to ask yourself, do you believe the word or not? Because if you believe the word, the word translated means transferred. Have you ever been in school and got a transfer? I have. It's where they move you from one place to the other. Come on now. Come on. Got to get, get, this, get this thinking with the word. We got to agree. Uh, Amos says, can two walk together except they be agreed? Can two walk together except they be agreed? So we got to be in agreement to walk with the word. Amen. We're going to have to be in agreement with God. So God, this morning, we believe that through the blood of Jesus Christ, we have been translated. Look at your neighbor and say, I got a transfer by the blood of Jesus Christ. This is important. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people still singing that song, when I get to heaven. A lot of people still waiting to get to heaven. No, 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 no. You already in the kingdom. He says, I took you out from the power of darkness and translated you. I gave you a transfer into the kingdom of my son. Go to Ephesians chapter 4. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So you want to get to the kingdom prosperity and the kingdom presence and the kingdom power? Well, guess what? Somebody say, ha, ha, ha. Come on, come on, somebody say, ha, 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 ha. ha, ha. <laughs> I got good news. In the kingdom is where the kingdom prosperity is. It's where the kingdom presence and the kingdom power is. It's in the kingdom. So that means, uh-oh, I'm in the kingdom. Come on, go and put yourself in, because that's where you are. I'm in the kingdom. I'm not trying to work it up. I'm not trying to make it happen. I'm not trying to pull it out of a hat. It's already there. <laughs> I'm not trying to work no magic. We in the kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. We in the kingdom. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. And you do understand that the powers of darkness or in this kingdom, the kingdoms of the earth. But he says, I took you up out. Uh-oh. He says, I took you up out of the kingdoms of the earth and put you over in the kingdom of Jesus Christ, but yet you still operate in the kingdoms of the earth. You just operate from a higher level. Amen. We operate from a higher level. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
up out. Ephesians 4, 23. Look what it says. And be renewed and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Is that in the word? Put your hand on your heart. Say, Wednesday night, barriers were broken down so that I could be renewed in the spirit of my mind. Oh, my goodness. To be renewed in the spirit of your mind is to be constantly changed. Now, I want you to write that part down because everybody believes it happens in one day. Nope. It constantly changes. We are constantly being changed. That's why the Bible said we go from glory to glory to glory to glory. What's happening, Pastor? You are constantly being changed. That's why we come to church and get the word so we can be constantly watched from the dead works of the world. We come in, we get the word, and what do we let the word do? Renew us in the spirit of our, in our, of our mind. Somebody say that's a constant change. It means to be brought more and more in line uh -oh, with God's own viewpoint. That's why they always used to tell us when you get saved, you got to leave your views out. Because when you see, but they didn't tell us we were entering into a kingdom. They didn't tell us that the kingdom comes with its own constitution. We talked about that. Come on, come on. They didn't tell us, wait a minute. You, you, it is, it's not that you just getting saved. You are actually letting go and being delivered from the power of darkness and you're being translated as through his salvation through the blood of Jesus into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And the kingdom comes with its own constitution. It comes with God's view. So when I'm renewed in the spirit of my mind, guess what's really happening? I'm getting God's view. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I have to accept it. I've got to accept it. It means to be more and more in line with God's own view. God's mental position from which things are viewed and judged. No more how I see it. No more how I want to look at it. I don't care how I try to go to the left or go to the right. Guess what? God, because I'm in the word, I'm in the word, I'm in the word. I'm being washed by the word, washed by the word. I can't go no further. I, I'm right there. The, God's viewpoint and his mental thought on it is right there before me. All I got to do is reach out and say, yes, Lord. All I got to do is humble down and say, yes, Lord. It's living in God's eternal time, his eternal matters. I said, my goodness, wait a minute. That's a lot, Lord. But this is what happens to us. Go to John, the 17th chapter. This is where we are right now. John, thank you, Jesus. The 17th chapter. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name, Father. All right, John 17 and 3. 
If you don't believe me, here it is. I didn't write the Bible, but here it is. It says, Jesus told them, he says, and this is life eternal, eternal life, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Notice what he said. And this is life eternal. Eternal life is obtained by knowing. Is that in your Bible? That's why he says, what do they say? Knowledge is powerful. Because the more I know, come on, it begins to change me. As I am receptible of it and I accept it, it will change me. What does it do? It changes my thinking. It changes my views. It changes how I look at everything. It changes how I treat people. It changes how I treat myself. So that means however long you've been saved, however long I've been saved, there should have been some changes. There should have been some changes. Let me just, let me read this right quick. I'm going to go to this. Adjust our thinking. After a lifetime of feeding on negativity and impossibilities, impossible thinking, most of us have a certain amount of mental damage that the Holy Spirit has the power to heal. We have been in sin so long, we don't know how to handle the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. We apologize for getting ahead. We don't believe we deserve the best or that in Christ we are entitled to the best. That might have been true while we were sinners, lost, and separated from God. But as believers, we have been restored to a place as God's children and to all the blessings and benefits of that position. I can prove it. Can I prove it? He just told us in Colossians, he says, You've been, you've, been, you've, been, you've been delivered from the power of darkness. You've been translated. You've been transferred into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. In the kingdom, there is kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, and kingdom presence. Amen. But what are we saying? You know, some people will try to talk you out your blessing. Do you, do you know some people will try to tell you that you are not living for Christ if you're not tattered, torn, beat down? Or let me put it this way. Or when you're, getting, when you're going through, as long as you don't get up, we know you're serving Jesus. The devil is a lie. That's nowhere in the scripture. That's not even how God treated the people in the Old Testament. Yes, they went through a whole lot. They went through a whole lot. They went through some devastating stuff, but they always came out victoriously. What we, the church, need to be concerned about is, am I coming out victoriously or am I coming out worse than when I was in what I was in? But see, that's that mental damage. I've been too bad for God to love me. I don't, I, I've been too bad for God to bless me. Well, where did you, the blood cleanses it all. What's up? What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. It makes you whole. 
it washes us, it cleanses us. So you got to get rid of that old stinking thinking. You can be down praying for stuff, and the devil will say, now you know you don't need that. You know you don't want that. What people going to think? <laughs> what did the word say? He says we're his children. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. King David said, and I have something to share. King David said, I have been young. He said he was old. He says, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Never. 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 I quote that over my children. I quote that over my grandchildren. But it's up to them to act. I can quote it all day. I can be in the face of God saying it. But they have to. It's whosoever will. It's whosoever will. He tra- he started trying to give them the blessing, and then he said, you know your grandmama praying for you. You know your mama praying for you. You know your aunts and uncles praying for you. We got to put that devil under our foot and let him know, no, I'm God's child. And I don't say I deserve it. I just say it's because of the blood of Jesus Christ. It's because of the blood of Jesus Christ. I have been ministering to people and praying with people. Until I was, I was walking around and I was like, oh, my God, I just broke. I broke. I said, Lord, so much suffering, so much pain. And there are going to be a lot of good people who leave here without ever experiencing the victories that they need to experience in their lives. And they really believe Their concept is this is the way it was supposed to be. Christians are supposed to keep suffering and suffering and suffering and suffering because that shows God I'm living for you and until we leave here. That's not true. What brings God glory is I suffer, but I let him bring me out. I let him bring me out. I let him... (laughs) I allow him to take me through it and bring me out. But we got a lot of good people. It it will hurt. It hurt. It hurts to see good people suffering and they don't know what's in the Constitution for them. The word of God. They don't understand. You're no longer under the authority of the kingdoms of this earth. You're under the authority of Jesus Christ's kingdom. And it's totally different. It's totally different. Now, you can sit there and say, no, pastor, all Christians are enjoying the benefits. No, they're not. You got, I can, I can stand at least 20 people up here and every last one of them say, I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. But I've never seen that. I've never tasted that. I've never experienced that. 
Because, see, we got a whole generation coming up saying we don't need the church no more. We, we got a whole generation coming up saying we don't need that word no more. That's outdated. But they don't understand your rights is in the word. Your privileges are in the word of God. Hey, y'all, I see. Yes, Lord. He said, I see it. I see it all. I see it. I see it. So we're going to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Amen. Amen. I want to show you something. We're still looking at John 17 and 3. And it says, and this is life eternal. Eternal life is obtained by knowing God and Jesus Christ. So life eternal, to have eternal life is to know God and Jesus Christ. You got, you got two types explanations. The first one is life eternal lies in the knowledge of God and Jesus Christ. We are brought into union with Christ and live a life of communion with God through Christ. We experience the kingdom of heaven. Through our union with God in Christ. And see, that's why we can't get too hung up on God is way over there. And Jesus is way over there. No, Jesus is God. We just got to allow our thinking to come up, let the word wash our mind so we can start thinking on the third dimension level. We've shared that. We got to start thinking third dimension because why did Jesus die to take us back to God? He died to get us back to God. He died to get us reconnected back to God. Who was in the garden with Adam? God. Read it for yourself. And the spirit of the Lord was in the garden, walking through and moving in the garden. And he called Adam's name. It was God. see. I see it now. Oh, rest in it. Rest in it, Anna. Rest in it. So to know God, and we got to know both of them. We got to know God and Jesus Christ. Why? Because Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. Not only the sins of the world, but our sins as well. Amen. He gets us back to God so we can experience the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Then there is the knowledge of God in Christ, which leads to life eternal. The Christian religion shows us the way into the kingdom of heaven. First, by directing us to God through Christ. Christ died to bring us to God. Jesus Christ is the Redeemer. It's the Redeemer. He's the Redeemer. So, so it, you, need to, you need to write that down if, if you didn't know that. If you didn't know that Jesus died to get you back to God. And who is God? He told us all throughout the New Testament. The Father. I'm going to break it down for you. Watch this. Watch this. God is the Father. Who is the Father? The Holy Ghost. That's why Jesus could always say, I am my father one. I don't do anything without my father. He was talking about the Holy Ghost. And that's how come it's written in the scripture that Jesus is the son of God because the angel told Mary, the Holy Ghost, who is the father, who is God, three-dimensional. Huh? <laughs> he, he, told, he said, and the Holy Ghost going to overshadow you 
And that holy thing that's going to be placed in your womb is going to be called the son of God. So Jesus, because we, you know, it try, it's a little bit, sometimes it, it can be confusing. Jesus said, I'm talking to the father. Well, you are the father. Jesus would say, I am my father one. I don't do anything without my father telling me to do it. He said, I don't make a move unless my father uh, uh, tell me to do it. Whatever I see the father do, that's what I do. Well, who was he talking about? The Holy Ghost. Uh-oh, finna blow. Listen, this, he was talking about the spirit of God. Jesus, oh, God, I love you. See, we need to take that because, see, I'm, when I leave out of here, this revelation coming to me. Jesus Christ was in the flesh, but God is a spirit. So he could still, in that body, he could still commune with the spirit of God, who is the Father, who is the Holy Ghost. We have the same spirit. The Holy Ghost is God. And grieve not the spirit of God, whereby we are sealed unto the day of redemption. The Holy Spirit of God. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby we are sealed unto the day of redemption. The Holy Ghost is in us. The Holy Ghost is around us. God is in us. God is around us. Everywhere we go, God is with us. Everywhere we go, the kingdom is with us. You said, why you say that? Because when John the Baptist came, what did he say? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. All right? In the Matthew, Luke, and John, the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God are interchangeable. When you say kingdom of God, it means kingdom of heaven. When you say kingdom of heaven, it means kingdom of God. Why? Because the kingdom of God is not a natural material. It is a spiritual material. That's why he told Pilate, he says, uh, my kingdom is not of this world. What he was saying was, it didn't come from this world. It didn't come from these elements. It came from God, and it's heavenly. So when John the Baptist came on the scene, and he began to preach and teach and say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What he was saying was, the king is on the way. Get ready. And with the king comes the kingdom. Shut up. That's what he was saying. He was saying, get ready now. So when we received the Holy Ghost after we got saved and then we went on to get the Holy Ghost, guess what? We received the kingdom of heaven. We received the kingdom of God. They mean the same thing. The kingdom of heaven denotes where God is. Where is he at? Third heaven, heavenly place. It's not of this realm. That's why I had to get away from the naysayers. You're so spiritual, you're no earthly good. That's a lie. I know how to wash the dishes, cook the food, sweep the floor, put my clothes on, pay the bill. That's a lie. Matter of fact, it enhances me to have the spirit of God because he helps me to do those things. This natural world came out from a spiritual God. We came out from a spiritual God. So none of that's true. That's a lie. Those are naysayers. That's the devil trying to get a little pin in you so he can pin you down. Oh, wait a minute. They say if I talk too much about God, well, you know what I learned to do? I just don't talk about God to them. I keep it to myself. But I can't hang out with people like that too long because you bind me. So I spend maybe just a little bit of time with you, and I'm out of there because I got to be free what? The kingdom is in me. Everywhere you go, the kingdom goes with you. Yes. 
You can't put it under a bushel. You can't hide it. Everywhere you go, kingdom is in you. You go home, kingdom is there. Huh? You go to work, kingdom is there. Huh? You go to the grocery store, kingdom is there. You go visit your friends and neighbors, kingdom go with you. One thing about it, they close my mouth. Folks say, what is all that glow on you? What is that glory? So you shut the Christian's mouth, it's going to start emanating out of their face and off of their body and off their clothes. Glory. What is glory? It is the heavy weight of God. Somebody say kingdom. kingdom. So I'm in the kingdom right now. Right now. That's why in any given situation that we get in, we are allowed to ask the Lord, what do I do now, Lord? What do I say now, Lord? You can be in a situation up close and personal, but under your breath, you can talk to Jesus and he will answer you. What do I do now, Lord? Which way do I go now, Lord? What do I say now, Lord? And he will give you the answer. He'll give you the answer. So we get two types of knowledge. The knowledge of God and Jesus Christ. It brings us into union with Christ. We live a life of communion with God through Christ. We begin to experience the kingdom of heaven. And then there's the knowledge of our redemption through the blood of Jesus Christ. You see, eternal life is to know, perceive, recognize, become acquainted with, and understand. Now, all that can be done. And don't tell me it cannot. Matthew 6, 33. What did he say? What did he say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things will be added unto you. Do you see the connection? Can you kind of see it a little bit now? Do you kind of see why he said seek the kingdom first? He was saying because now that you say you need an understanding of the kingdom. You can't just walk around here. You in this new government. You do know it's a government. Just like we got a government in the earth. The kingdom of God is a, has a government. God is the governor. The Constitution is the word of God. We go to the word to find out what the king is saying to us. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. There it is. Kingdom prosperity, kingdom promise, and kingdom presence. See, a lot of people couldn't hold on. I could hear them. They were saying, well, when's she going to get to telling us about the prosperity and the power? And the I'm telling you now. See, they should have been here today. That's why I tell people, just because you come one time, you need to come back. I'm, I'm explaining it now. In the kingdom is kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, and kingdom presence. Jesus says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And if you read back up in those scriptures, you will find out that the things he was talking about was stuff. Now, the Lord was talking about you having more power. No, he was talking about you having some food and some clothes and a car and a house. Hey, and shoes and a coat. Because that's what it say. 
Yeah, he was talking about uh, getting more joy. <laughs> I'm going to be joy when I got some hot soup to eat when it's freezing outside. <laughs> I sure. <laughs> oh, y'all, oh, okay. But it's some folk out here. It's some folk out here. Let me, let me, uh, all right, we're going to leave John 17 and 3. I want you to go to Matthew 6. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. He was talking about spiritual and natural. See, some people want to put you in a corner and say, oh, he was only talking about spiritual things. Oh, Jesus was, Jesus was always, he was only talking about spiritual things. No, everybody, Jesus healed. If they was naked, he clothed them. If they was hungry, he fed them. You can't walk around here dis distributing the kingdom and you ain't got nothing natural to get these people. Amen. Don't nobody want to hear what you got to say and they starving. Amen. They barely growling louder than you talking. Amen. They just shaking and cold. Yes. Yes. Well. See? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. All right. Matthew, and I I'm, I'm, just want you to see it, 6.33. He says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. All right. Go to Matthew 6.25. And Jesus said, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feedeth them, are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought, I like this, which of you by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his status. You can't. Only the Lord promotes. You cannot promote yourself. The only way, wait, 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 wait. The only way that you promote yourself is when you get down into powers of darkness and you start lying, cheating, swindling. That's how you promote, and that don't last. So Jesus says, in other words, except you lie, scheme, cheat to promote yourself, ha <laughs> ha. You can't, you can't be promoted without God. God for me, Anna. And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. I'm getting there. I heard that. I'm not a flower. Okay, hold on just a minute. I got, I got you. Hold on just a minute. Miss, miss, Mr. and Mrs., I'm not a flower. God might supply what the flowers need to put on, but I'm a human being. Okay, hold on. We coming. We coming. Verse 29, and yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall I eat? What shall I drink? Wherewith shall I be clothed? For after all these things do the unsaved seek. For your heavenly Father know it that you have need of all these things. Wait a minute, wait a minute. 
God is not stupid. He know you need a coat. Yeah, you got on the robe of righteousness, which is spiritual, but you, I guarantee, take off all your clothes and go stand in the middle of Broad Street. They're going to lock your sit down down. They're going to lock you up. I got on the robe of righteousness. Uh, 911. <laughs> and then they're going to put some clothes on your ugly sit down. So the Lord said, I know you have need of all these things. What things, Lord? Money, cars, houses, land, food. Come on. And he said, delight thyself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Woo! He's talking about stuff. Everybody want to spiritualize everything. Yes, it's spiritual, but God got good sense. Because if he didn't, why in the garden did he give Adam them everything they needed, including food? I'm talking about real food. It's spiritual and natural. Yeah, shine. Keep shining, Anna. Keep shining. That's all right. You, you go on with yourself, with your bad self. I'm getting the stuff. All right, let me help you out. This ministry has to be in a place of kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, and kingdom presence. So when people come in, we can not only bless them spiritually. If there's a need, we can bless them naturally. The pantry is closed right now, but we're going to start it back up. And we're going to stock it with things with things that people need. I can't go back there, and you can't go back there and open that pantry and say, well, here's, here's some spiritual stuff. No. <laughs> You're looking like, what? What? No. what? Come on, I know you can see it. I, I know you can see the blankets. I know you can see the socks. I know you can see the cans of soup. Not if it's not back there. So, so we're going to provide spiritual and natural. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. It says, your heavenly father know it, that you have need of all these things. It's not a sin for God to bless you. It's not a sin to be blessed. I'm going to say something else. It's not a sin to be blessed above and beyond. Because if you can't bless the ministry, so the ministry can bless somebody else. If you can't bless the ministry so the lights can stay on, the gas can be on, service people can come out just like they back there working now, they're going to want they. They ain't going to want no. Because they got to go home and feed they. Come on, I knew you were smart. A, B, C, D, E. They got to go home and feed their family. So as you see, it's, cur- it's called currency for a reason. Why? Because it keeps moving. It keeps moving. It keeps moving. 
Jesus said, seek ye first. Let me see. Let's read it. Let's finish it. Let's finish it. Matthew 6, 31. Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or where shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the, the unsaved seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But, uh-oh, uh-oh, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be what? Yes. Holy, right there. Have you ever seen that? Did you ever see that? Did you ever see that? Did you get it? He said, add it. Hey, so if I want a purple coat, blue coat, red. Yeah. Huh? Woo! Oh, Lord, don't go that good, because that's what I'm at. Ow! If I want 200 pair of shoes, and then I meet somebody. And they say, da, 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 this, 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 and that. You need a pair of shoes? I got a pair of shoes. You need a jacket? I got a jacket. More than enough. And I'm going to say it like God told me. I'm going to say it just like he told me. He said, Ann. He said, Anna. The church must have kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, and kingdom presence to meet the needs of those that are coming in. Anna, the people in the ministry must be blessed in order to be a blessing to the ministry. So the ministry can be a blessing to others. It has to be. If there is no way, and I'm not going to tap dance for you, I ain't going to say, you know, hot dogs and chips. And ain't nobody finna fry no chicken in the back. I despise that stuff. I do. I don't like that. Now, this is me talking now. I don't like that. No, you ain't selling me no bologna sandwich for two fifty. No, put it in the plate. And we also, thank you, Holy Spirit. I hear God saying, and we have to also be rich in the word of God. Amen. So, Lord, I thank you. The KSL church, the body, will walk in. We'll walk in kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, and kingdom presence. We will learn how to draw from you. We will learn how to trust you, that you know what we have need of. And we will have it, Lord, not because we just want, but because you already said so. We will have it above and beyond, more than enough. Run it over. My soul says yes. You will. My soul says yes. Somebody say, adjusted thinking. Yeah, I say, 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Adjusted thinking. Can I show you something? Look at Luke chapter 1. I just want you to be assured of where you are. Yes, Lord. Luke chapter 1. Verse 26. And the Bible says, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, watch this, and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Did y'all see that? Now what I need you to understand, when Colossian says that you've been delivered from the power of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of the son, Jesus Christ, it's the same kingdom. The one that's going to reign forever. The one that God gave Jesus. That's the kingdom we in. You know what my prayer is now? Let me tell you what my prayer is now. I'm warming up. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me tell you what my prayer is now. My prayer now is, Lord, establish me. Establish me in kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, kingdom presence. The word establishment means firm, settled in it. Because the Bible says he's got an unshakable kingdom. It's an unmovable kingdom. Everything going down but the kingdom of God. Everything given away but the kingdom of God. I don't care what they run out of. When I get ready to go, it'll be there. That's the way the, the church, the body of Christ got to start thinking. I don't care what you run out of. When I get there, it's going to be there. I was, I was taking, taking someone to the doctor, and the Lord had already told me where to go. He had, put it, he had put it in my mind. He said, I want you to go there. I said, okay. So we get in the car, and they said, nope, I don't want to go there. Take me over here. I said, what? No. We, huh? Okay. Huh? So we went. We drove up to the station, and they said, nope, no more, no more nothing. So I was like, oh, my God. Then they said, well, take me over there. I said, but we need, we supposed to be going. Nope, take me. Get that a little sign in front of the door, big sign. No more today. No more today. I said, oh, my Lord. I said, I'm finna go take you where God. <laughs> we finna go where God say go. So we get to where God told me to go. We get in the door. Sign everything up. Everybody else after us, the lady said, we're not doing anything else today. We were the last ones. They shut it, and it was what? Two o'clock in the day. No more. The phone rang. 
I'm sorry, but you'll just have to come at 8 o'clock in the morning, and you need to get here by uh, 7.30 because we have a line. Man, I sat there. I began to praise God. I said, thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. And I mean, literally, they started turning folk around. Can't see nobody. Can't see nobody. Not take it. Nope, nope. Sorry. Sorry. Full today. Bye-bye. See you in the morning, 730. I want to live close to the word. You say, what that supposed to mean? What does it mean to live close to the word? That means I'm going to meditate in it. On my off day, I'm going to make time to meditate in the word of God. Huh? When I get a few minutes alone, I'm going to make time to meditate in the word of God. Amen. To get it to feed my soul. To feed my soul. So when something comes up, then the word comes up. Amen. And everything that God blesses me with, I am going to utilize it properly. I am going to uh, use it with wisdom. A little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there. Put this over here. Give this. Give, 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 give. A little bit here, a little bit there. Because he says, have I not called you gods? So that means you ought to be able to rule your atmosphere. You ought to be able to rule your atmosphere. You ought to be able to rule where you are. I'm just going to tell you the truth. I don't like to kill them, but I'm telling you, bugs come in the house. I ain't talking about just bugs. I'm not going to call it name. Big stuff. And the first thing the Holy Ghost will say, oh, you going to kill it. And I'd be like, oh, Lord. Oh, what? Kill it. Can't you just do it? Can't you just do it for me? But he'll tell me, you're going to kill it. And somehow, some way, I don't even it just comes in a way or gets in the way or comes in my path and bam. All right, off to the garbage can, you going. Because the Holy Ghost said you were going to die today. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not looking for you. You could have stayed where you were, <laughs> behind the bush, behind that pot, wherever you were. But God said, no. Yeah, you came in, all right. I know that sounds comical. I know that's something little for you all. But let me tell you something. God is concerned with every part of our life. Yeah. Whatever concerns us, God is concerned with every part of your life. He wants to do you good. He didn't come to harm you. He didn't come to hurt us. Hey, yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So your success is in the adjustment. And the kingdom is the same kingdom that the angel told Mary about. Is that in your Bible? Amen. That's the same kingdom. I got, let me just blow your mind. Go to Daniel chapter 7. It's the same kingdom. I'm staying right there too. I guarantee you I'm not going back to the kingdom of darkness. 
But see, that's the trick of the enemy. That's why he presses you so. That's why he comes up against you so. Because he wants you to return back to the powers of the kingdom of darkness. But that kingdom is given away. So you better hold on to the word of God with everything in you. You better know the word. You better come to the service and what? Get the word. And then take the word back to your place. Amen? Amen. And do what with it? Rule and reign. Well, look, somebody say same kingdom. kingdom. Say the same kingdom kingdom. that's in Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. Say this is the same kingdom. Daniel 7, 13. And it reads, I saw in the night visions. And behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion, glory, and a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Do y'all see that? Daniel is before Luke, isn't it? I'm going to ask you again. Daniel is before Luke, isn't it? So Jesus didn't just get the kingdom the day Mary was told about his birth. Daniel said he saw in a vision it was given to him before the foundation of the world. Somebody say same kingdom. kingdom. Said the kingdom that the ancient of days gave to Jesus Christ with dominion, glory, filled with people, nations, and languages. So that's the kingdom I'm in right now. That's the kingdom we in right now. Say my success is in the adjustment. Say I got to get adjusted in this. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hebrews 12. Yes, Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, wow. wow. Say, I'm in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Say, the same kingdom that John the Baptist came and preached. Say, I'm in it. Say, it's unmovable. It's unshakable. And in that kingdom... There's prosperity, presence, and power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to Hebrews because we want to get a visual of all of this so we can accept it, so we can receive it. Amen? Hebrews 12, 28 says, Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom. You, do you see what it said? You and I have received a kingdom. That word kingdom means the king's domain. It means the king's domain. It means everywhere where God has been accepted, he is reigning. Now, that's what it means. So, that, therefore, 
You can't come in here and play and get saved and then say, well, I don't think I want Jesus to be my Lord. Well, I don't think I want to adhere to the word of God. Then you are not submitted to the kingdom. You're not submitted to the king's domain. It's where he rules. And the kingdom of God can only exist where he's allowed to rule and reign. So what we got to do today is ask ourselves, are we submitted to the kingdom of Jesus Christ? Is, am I willing to allow him to reign over my life? Remember, I have to get rid of my viewpoints. I got to get rid of my mental state, what I'm thinking, how I think it ought to be, how it should be, how it should have, could have, would have. No, not in the kingdom. And guess what? Nobody dictates to the king. His word is law. His word is law. But I like his word. I love his word. His word is for my good. His word is for my good. It's for my safety. It's for my blessings. So I love the word of God. So I'm willing to submit to the word of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, Lord. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. But we got to do the first thing first, delight ourselves in him. See, there are people that don't find joy in the Lord. There are people who do not find joy in coming to the house of worship. There are people who do not find joy in reading the word. You say, why do you keep saying the house of worship? I can read the Bible at home. You can, but he says that every creature has a preacher. He says, I'll give you pastors after my own heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Then once that's done, you take it back to your house and seek God and let him take you further and further into it and immerse you deep and deep into it. It's like going to school. You come to the schoolhouse, you get the lesson, and then you take it back home, and you work the lesson. You learn the lesson even the more. You get a greater, greater, in-depth understanding of the lesson. You, get, you ask God to let it be, praise God, made settled in you. And then you get up and walk it out. You live it. You talk it. You walk it. And you, some, you know, I'm learning, you better go to sleep with it. Because the enemy will try to steal from you even in your sleep. But see, the devil know that your conscience is not sleep. He ain't no fool. He know you still alive. You still woke consciously. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. see. Yeah, Lord. 
Mm. A kingdom that cannot be moved. Tell them, said the success is in the adjustment. Say, can you adjust? Can you handle it? See, you know, I told the Lord, I said, well, Lord, okay. You know, some people, okay, let me just say this. Some people are good with a bed, a house, a car, and some food. I got to have more than that. That's not going to do me any good. I'm going to let that sink. For, I'm going to let it soak for a minute. You sitting there like, well, not you, but I'm just saying. People sit there and they say, well, what, what does that mean? What, what she mean? Daddy won't do her. Don't you just want some food, a bed, some clothes, a little bit of money, $5? No, that won't do me. That won't do me. Uh-uh. How can I be a blessing? And all I got is enough for me. I want that to sink in. How are you going to be a blessing to somebody else and you, you can't even, that's all you got? You remember the widow woman? You remember the prophet Elijah? She says, I have just enough cruise of oil and a little bit of meal to make enough cake for me and my son, one cake, and then we're going to die. That's what she said. But Elijah said, wait a minute, if you bake the first cake for me, the meal bear will never run dry. That's what I got to have. Yeah. I need the meal bear and the cruise of all not to run dry because I'm not ready to die. Yeah. I want to live. And I want to be a blessing to somebody else. No, I need more than that. Look at the shelves at the store. Okay. Well, because of the storehouse, it's okay right now. Okay, so you don't have this, this, this. Guess what? I'm going home. Bye-bye. The storehouse, my storehouse got it. And don't look at me crazy, because the Bible says in Deuteronomy, the Lord says that I will bless your storehouses. God has not changed. He's the same God today. Because I'm not ready to die. You ready to die? So then take your little cruise on and your little meal and eat it and die. Healing in your shine now. The healing is in the shine. Shine for me. Shine for me. We got to come up. 
We got to stop putting ourselves down. We got to stop saying what we don't deserve. It ain't about a deservance. It's about who you serving. You need what's in reserve. I'll give you another example right here, right now. I'll give you another example. They're saying that when this pandemic started in 20, um, 2019, the end of 2019, 2020, 2021, they're saying how many houses of worship have closed down for real. I'm talking about gone. Because, wait a minute, because there was not enough money to pay the bills. But see, when you use the Joseph calculation, you know in the times of plenty to put some back. So when the time of famine comes, guess what, light beer? I call the mortgage people on the mortgage. And I asked for all those extensions they were supposed to be giving. Hey, y'all die. You think I don't spend my life at the mall? That's your thinking. I called them and I said, oh, we're in this pandemic. People are out, people are off of work, people are sick. I was trying to see if we could get the extensions uh, for the mortgage. Of course, Mrs. Carmichael, you can get the extensions. We're just going to tack them on at the end of the bill. I say, what? The Lord said, get off that phone. He said, get off the phone and write the check for the mortgage and keep believing me. Same way in your life. He wants to bless. Don't you see it? Are the scales falling yet? You need to have more than enough. Ah, uh, uh, there go pastor. She talking about money. No, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about something different. I'm talking about kingdom prosperity. Amen. There is a difference. Amen. I'm talking about having what you need as God's people when you need it. I'm talking about God will supply it. Yes, yes. You got to be wise with what he give you. So in the time of plenty, you put back some. Back some. You buy wisely, you put back wisely. You spend wisely. You store wisely. So when the famine came, all Joseph had to do, go to the storehouse. Go to the storehouse. Oh, Lord. God is good. God is good. God is good. Hmm. But we have to walk by his principles. There is no such thing that you're going to be in the kingdom and you're not going to live by the king's 
Constitution. Everybody hold your Bible up. Hold your, hold your Bible up. This, or your phones, I'm sorry, your phones and your iPads. Okay, this is the king's constitution. That Bible, that Bible on your iPhone, that Bible on your iPad, that's the king's constitution. This is how we live even in a famine. And you might say, oh, I felt that. You can put them down. I felt that. Well, after a while, pastor, they're not going to be talking about COVID no more. Okay, woohoo for you. But Jesus said until he returned, there's going to be wars, rumors of wars, famines, disease, pestilence. Hello! We're not just living for right now. We're not just living for when COVID is over. No, you're not just living for today. We're going to live until Jesus says that's enough. You can either take 70 or you can take 80 or you can take 120. Guess what? If you choose 70, don't you know you got to have provision to get to 70? If you choose 80, don't you know you got to have provision to get to 80? If you say, okay, I'm going to be to 120, don't you know you're going to need provision for 120? I have shared this how many times? Oh, you, when I say it, you're going to say, oh, she sure have. How many times have I said this? Uh, the children are going to have theirs, but I'm going to have mine too. I'm going to have mine. It's nowhere I'm going to call Courtney. Courtney, mama hungry. Can you bring me a can of soup? Can you make me a bologna sandwich? No. I'm going to call Courtney and say, Courtney, girl, what you eating today? Girl, I'm eating da-da-da-da-da-da. And girl, I'm eating da 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 Let the scales come off today in Jesus' name. Let the scales come off in Jesus' name. Adjust to the word of God. Ain't nobody trying to be more than what they are. It's what God said we can have. Let the scales come off. Until Jesus comes back, he told us in Matthew, there will be wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and famine, earthquakes in diverse places. Come on here. You need an overflow. You need an overflow. need overflow so in Matthew 6 33 um the Lord was talking about things hello so don't let nobody fool you when Jesus said I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly he was talking about spiritual and natural because he know what we have need of go to the book of Deuteronomy please we're going to soon close. I'm just laying a foundation so we can adjust. I heard you. Well, when's she going to tell us about the prosperity and the power and the presence? I'm telling you about it now. Amen. It's in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Amen. And you in, wait a minute, it's in the kingdom of Jesus Christ, but you in the kingdom as well. Amen. And it's the same kingdom that Daniel saw in the book of Daniel when Jesus was brought to the ancient of days 
and the ancient of days, who is God the Father, gave him dominion, power, all people, languages, and nations. That's the same kingdom. It's not different. What, what it is right now, when Jesus came to the earth, the Jews rejected him. And so Jesus, in turn, took the kingdom and began to place it in the hearts of those that wanted it. Let's talk about it. The kingdom today is in the hearts of every believer. But eventually, uh, I don't know, it could be a 1,000 years from now. It could be 500 years from now. He's going to set up a literal kingdom. It's coming. But you already in the kingdom. I need you to understand. When you already got your ticket, what do you do? You just walk in. You're not trying to get there. Listen to me. You're, if you saved and you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've been baptized in Jesus' name. Yes, I sure did say that. I went there. Because baptism, just taking you down in the water, saying, I now baptize you in the name of the Father yeah. and the Son and the Holy Ghost. I didn't say no name over you. The angel told Mary, name him Jesus because he's going to save his people from their sins. It's the name of Jesus where the blood lies. It's the name of Jesus where the power to save lies. It's in a name. It's in a name. It's in a name. A name. His name is Jesus. So, back to what I was saying. <laughs> if you've been saved. And you've been baptized in Jesus Christ's name. You've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, as your Lamb of God. Now the Holy Spirit that prompted you to get saved, he's with you. But he says, I want more of you. The Holy Spirit says, but I want more. I'm with you, but now I want to be in you. So you say, okay, I'm going to seek you and seek you, Lord, until what? You feel me till my cup is running over. Well, what does that mean, Pastor? When the cup begins to run over, that means you fool. And you begin to speak in a heavenly language. Some people call it speaking in tongues. It's a heavenly language. And Paul wrote it so beautifully. He says, and when you speak in a heavenly language, when you speak in tongues, you're not talking to mankind. You're talking to God. It's a heavenly language that God understands. But it does something for you as well. Uh-oh, I heard that. Now I'm in the kingdom. The kingdom in me. And now I got the language of the kingdom. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Hey. Shine, hey, shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. So I speak in a natural language, but I speak in a heavenly language. Because you remember now, I'm, I'm not just spirit. I'm spirit, soul, and Paul said, how be it in the spirit you speak mysteries. But they can be understood because God will give you understanding. The apostle Paul wrote and said, you pray for the understanding. You pray in tongues, but you pray for the understanding. And it does come. 
You know exactly what you're saying after you done prayed and sought the Lord and lived for the Lord and been under the word and been under the word and been under the word and been under the word. But there's also power in it, too. It's where you can go up and cut things up. It's a heavenly language. And the devil knows it. He, he know to get up out the way. He know to move. Loose him up in the name of Jesus. You can pray in tongues. You can sing in tongues. Hello. But it comes from seeking. You're going to have to make time. I'm sorry. I'm too busy. I got to go to work. You get an off day. Stop playing. Turn that TV off. Open that Bible. Read the book of Acts. Ask the Lord to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Get in a ministry where they're talking about it. That's what happened to me. I had to get somewhere where they was talking about it. Not where they were skirting all around it. Well, I think we'll mention it today, but we won't mention it in 12 months. Well, what good is that going to do you? You're trying to learn about him. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to preach it. <laughs> I'm going to preach it. And the reason why I'm going to preach it, because it's in the word of God and it's real. It's real, y'all. It's real. It's real. Where did I tell you to go? Okay, because I don't want to get a, I don't want, I want to show you something. We're going we gonna to let you go home. I promise you. I promise you. We laying a foundation. I don't know about you, but I'm being blessed. I'm being blessed. Because like I told you, that won't do me. Okay? I'm so happy for you. I'm happy for your house, your car, your refrigerator, having food. I'm happy you got a little money. That won't do me. Okay? That, that, that won't help me. I need to be ready when the famine come. I need to be ready when they say we can't help you. And extend the mortgage. I, 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 that won't help me. I'm sorry. Did you hear what I said? Amen. Just like right now, inflation is so high, I've never seen things as high as they are. But guess what? I go in that store, pick up what I need, pay it. Amen. You should be doing the same. Amen. You say, what are you trying to tell us? Hard times are going to hit the earth, but it doesn't have to hit you. You ought to be blessed of the Lord. You ought, you should be. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy 28 chapter. Verse 1. And it reads, and it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandment, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of the ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kin, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. 
Well, that's very simple. That the store you go to, it should be blessed because you're in there. It should be blessed. I, I'm watching TV, and they're saying shelves are empty here, here, here. And one of the stores that they showed uh, was a store I really wanted to go to. And so the Holy Ghost told me, he said, go. So I'm saying in my heart, I said, Lord, I said, you, did you just see the TV? I said, <laughs> I said they just said, I'm going to be honest with you. I said, they just said, look, they showed us all the empty shelves. I said, but I'm going to go. You know, I said, okay, maybe you're going to do a miracle. You know, man, I go fall in the stone. I said, okay, I'm going, I'm going. Got there, and they had everything I needed. So I called my mom, and I said, Mama. I said, I don't know who lied. No. I said, but they just showed me this store on the TV, and, it's, and they showed them having just, they were stacked, and not only were they packed to the rafters with stuff, they had people putting more stuff out. And everything I had on that list I was able to get it, and I was able to get two because I was making, getting stuff from my mom. Uh, so anyway, I'm like, why? But the Holy Ghost told me to go there. Yeah. Wait a minute now. I know what I saw with my eyes. Yeah. I know what I saw. But the Holy Ghost knew that wasn't, don't, don't go with that. You could just go on, just go. So I'm, I mean, I'm going. I was not going to go. So I'm getting dressed, and I'm going. Man, I got up in there. I said, wow. Wow, Lord. And then I thought about it because, see, my, the way I was going to do it, I was going to go to this store and this store and this. I was going to piece it all together. I didn't want to do that, but that's what I was going to do. When I walked out of there, I said, thank you, Jesus. I only had to go to one store. Because I obeyed the voice of the Lord, the leading of the Lord, rather than what my eyes had already seen. So a lot of times your eyes can see one thing and the Holy Ghost will say, do that. Do it. That's why, oh, thank you, Lord. That's why we need relationship with him. You got to have a relationship with him. What is relationship? Relationship comes through me praying, seeking him, reading his word, coming in the house of the Lord. Come on. Come on. Coming to the church where he told me to be at. Why? Because everything I need going to be on the table. Then I take it back home. And I let him feed it to me again and again and again. And I meditate on it. And I meditate until it gets down in my soul. Get down in my soul. Blessed shall be thy basket in thy store. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in and when thou goest out. The Lord will cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy How many? That's more than one, everybody. Now, before you get really smart on me, oh, but that's the Old Testament, Pastor. Okay, well, we just read Matthew 6, 33. And he said, if you seek his kingdom first and his way of doing and being right, he says, all these things, all these things shall be added unto you. Added. You know what adding is, don't you? Come on, God, say it for me. What is it? 
Again, I like it. More and more. Do y'all get that? That word just leaped out. Added. He didn't say subtracted. He didn't say I'm going to give you. He said it's going to be added. More and more and more. Sounds like a meal barrel that doesn't run dry. Little bit won't do me. That's not going to help me. That's not going to help this ministry. Just, just, just raise your hand. How many of you are really behind the vision and the message and the position and the mission of this church? Just raise your hand. Just, just, just raise your hand. Okay. Okay. Raise them high. Raise them high. So do you think we're going to do it with a song and a dance? Hello? I, I'm going to ask you this. You say you God's child. You say you the king's child. Did you know that on the king's heart is souls? Amen. Huh? It's throughout the whole Bible. So basically, we have a kingdom vision, message, position, and mission. In order to fulfill a kingdom mission, it's going to take kingdom prosperity, kingdom promises, and kingdom power. God is not a genie. So that would mean you need to be blessed. And you need to be over and above blessed. Not sitting there talking about, well, you know, I would give to the church, but this all I got. Okay, why is that all you got? I'm going to ask you just like that. I would run home today and say, Lord, I need to be established. Second Chronicles 2020. I'm not going to read all of that. I just want that portion where it says, believe the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. And you need to get started today because it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time for God to build us and build us. And it does. So you need to get started today. When I, when I first read it, I started. I said, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Lord, I need this made firm and settled in my life. We got that big old ministry down there. This, unlike what you think, this is not a little ministry. No, 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 no. KSL is not. We've been left them days. I don't care what you see. This is a big ministry. And it takes big money to run a big ministry. And it takes people. It takes people. It takes people. So God want to bless us. 
Can you handle it? Amen. God want to bless us. Can, can we handle it? Can we make the adjustment? Can we go from po is me to I'm, I'm a kingdom child? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And God wants to bless me. He wants to bless me. He wants me blessed. He wants me to be a blessing to his ministry. Wait a minute. He wants to bless me individually, and then he wants me to turn around and be able to be a blessing to my ministry. Amen. You know, if I came in here, you, okay, so you want me to come in here dirty and looking crazy and hungry and stomach growling, can't hardly preach, can't get the word from God because I ain't got no food. That's what you want? I wouldn't put a da- no, that's y'all. I'm just saying, uh-uh. What you gonna tell me? At least look like you getting somewhere of what you, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost, of what you preaching about. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is where your declarations, some of them, they come from. So before you run and say, that's Old Testament, well, it works. I say it works. Kingdom people. Kingdom people, established kingdom people, active in my life, active in my life. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Now, when we say we believe the word of God, that means I'm going to put it into action. Now, I'm going to tell you about me. I'm praying it. I'm praying it. I promise you I am. Because you know why I'm doing it? Because I see the seriousness of it. This is, this is not a game. This is not a game. I think today the Lord helped me to lay it out on the table why it's so important for us to be established in prosperity, in his power, and his presence. It's not just for us. It's not just for you. It's not just for me. It's for others around us. It's for this ministry. So, we, so the ministry can have what it needs in order to be a blessing to people. Amen. It's important. It's for us so we can be an established, prosperous people with God with us, his presence and power as we are coming on through these days of Jesus' return. It's so we can come through everything that he said was coming upon the earth because earthly kingdoms got to give away so his kingdom can be set up naturally one day. You need to be blessed. You need to be blessed. Can't you see it? It's no more I want to be blessed. I want to be blessed. Oh, look at me. Look at me. No. You need. It's vitally important that you are blessed. Now, don't go out of here today.
talking that talk no more. Go after kingdom prosperity. Go after God's presence and his power. Ask him to make you settled in it. Ask him, say, Lord, let me be like that widow woman. I'm giving to the ministry. Let my crews of all and my meal never run dry. Let it become above and beyond in Jesus' name. Don't nobody want to come up in here and the lights off? What, what is that supposed to what, what I mean, what is that? Oh, the lights off, but that means we serving the Lord. No, it don't. Just means we, look, uh-uh. Lights off, water off, gas off, grass done growed up. You can't even get through the door. No. No materials. To help teach and preach to people? No. No, 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 no. You do know we're an example of the kingdom of heaven in the earth. Amen. You do understand that. You, you and I are kingdom representatives of God's kingdom, he heaven, heavenly kingdom. And the Bible tells me the streets up there paved in gold. There is water, there is food, there is raiment there. This ain't about you. It's about you, but it's also about others. This ain't about, look how much I can eat, how much I can spend. This is so we can be a blessing for ourselves and to others and for the ministry. And those of you who've been here a long time, don't you dare. You see where the money goes. You can stop playing. You ought to be able to tell somebody, wait, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, uh-uh. Nope. Our leadership keeps that ministry up. Our administrator keeps, helps keep that ministry up, and it's got to take money so when he go get the workers, they can be paid. It don't smell in here. You ain't sitting in dirty, nasty chairs. The toilet ain't running over with crazy. Okay, now. All right, now. Repeat after me, and then we're going to close. Amen? Amen. I am redeemed from the curse of the law. I am redeemed from poverty. I am redeemed from sickness. I am redeemed from spiritual death. I overcome all. Because greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. I stand in the evil day. Having my loins girded about with truth. And I have the breastplate of righteousness. My feet are covered with the gospel of peace. I take the shield of faith. I am covered with the helmet of salvation. And I use the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I am delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. I do not have a spirit of fear, but a power, love, 
and a sound mind. I am blessed. I am blessed with all spiritual blessings, with all natural blessings through the blood of Jesus Christ. I have favor with God and man. Wealth and riches, wealth and riches are in my house and my righteousness endures forever. I am satisfied with long life and God will show me his salvation. I dwell in the secret place of the Most High and I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. My children are taught of the Lord and great is their peace. I am rooted and grounded in love. Kingdom word, kingdom word, kingdom word. Adjust your thinking, church. Adjust your thinking, body of Christ. It is now time. We can't wait any longer. We got to take the word we're getting and run with it. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Say in Jesus' name. All these blessings shall come upon me and overtake me. Say I'm going to be blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Say blessed shall be the fruit of my body and the fruit of my ground. Said, blessed shall be my basket and my store. Said, blessed when I go, blessed when I come. Said, the Lord shall cause my enemies that rise up against me to be smitten before my face. Said, the Lord shall command the blessing upon my storehouses and in all that I set my hand to do. And he shall bless me in the land that he has given me. And he shall establish me as a holy people unto himself. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus.